Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. And you are going in SmackDown Live! Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watch him going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, taped live at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, of course, available wherever audio podcasts can be found. If you're listening to this voice right now, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. Do not adjust the picture of your television. We control the horizon now. Anyways, uh, so yeah, we're going to be doing our live reactions. Were you an Outer Limits fan? I've seen a handful of episodes. <laughs> not impressed. <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't that. It was just a... Uh... Other things came first. I don't remember any episodes of The Outer Limits. I, I I have I remember plenty of episodes of The Twilight Zone, and I've seen just about the same amount of each of the of the. You know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. Twilight Zone was more memorable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. It's Shatner definitely held in higher regard. I think you got Shatner on a plane and in a, some sort of creature on the wing. Come on, man! That writes itself. It's great. Pretty much. <laughs> and then Lithgow does the same thing in the movie. Yeah, they made a reference to it when Shatner guest starred on Third Rock from the Sun. Anyways, this Saturday we're going to be doing our live reactions. That's uh, tomorrow. For... Saturday's tomorrow. What's that? I said Saturday's tomorrow. Could be today if they're if they're watching this uh, on Saturday. It's today, Saturday. Oh, tomorrow. We got the uh, <laughs> we got what is it called? Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Yes. Whoops. All Elite Wrestling. Oh, man, Gypsy wants in there. Uh, no, our predictions someone, for that. I thought someone going to bring you some cake. I'm not going to eat cake on air. I don't know why I say it with such indi- like I totally do that. <laughs> I would why totally you do, do that? that. Yeah, I should actually. Anyway, oh no! Oh, what? look at that! What, what are the? What was Whoa. that dude? What the hell was Pacini doing up? I spied on him for a second while I was setting up here. Pacini was up at 3:45 in the morning playing Spyro. This dude, take advantage of it now, man, because when you're 40 like us and you got kids and a wife or in his case, maybe a couple ex-wives, I don't know, uh, many alimony payments, 
You're not going to be up at four o'clock in the morning, so take advantage of it now. Uh, look at all these. Look at all these weird Pachiti emotes that we're getting in here. This is great. <laughs> Welcome everybody to our SmackDown recap. Pachiti Club has invaded here yeah. on the Twitch. This is why people need to watch us live on Twitch, man. Look at that. Look at all the love. YouTube. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank YouTube's thank a sinking you. ship. Twitch is the future. Or Mixer, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so there was a SmackDown tonight, there, and it was, was actually a fairly eventful one. It was actually a pretty entertaining one. And it was a pretty damn entertaining one, yeah. Uh, we had uh, uh, AJ Styles officially traded to uh, the SmackDown, the house that he built Mm-hmm. He he came back to the house now. Man, I'll tell you what, it's great. It's great to see AJ Styles back on SmackDown. It just fits. It just fits, oh, man. Yeah. AJ on SmackDown. The only thing I, I wish we had seen from AJ tonight was the black and purple tights referencing Undertaker. Oh, That's yeah. what we need to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I actually, so like he had already won to get into Money in the Bank, but I thought it had been kind of cool if... He goes on like some sort of like Undertaker's in his head. And he starts losing because of it. Oh man, look at this! Now they're just gifting subs left and right. Oh, thank you so much, man. These guys—they're just the, the the cuddliest teddy bears over there, oh, out the there in the UK. Best. The absolute best through these tough times, and then I get nothing but love in my heart. Um, so uh, so yeah, I was thinking that maybe, man, how cool would it be if uh, you know AJ Styles. The phenomenal one stopped being so phenomenal, and the only way he was able, you know, it was non-Adam, he's got to get The Undertaker, and then that sets mm. up whatever match that is. But it, something tells me that might be down the line. Sorry uh, sorry to interrupt you. I just announced that uh, Ray Phoenix is out of the casino ladder match tomorrow. Whoa! Replaced by Joey Janela. Wow. Good thing I didn't pick Ray Phoenix in predictions, huh? No kidding. Neither of us did. Wow. What a bummer. That was going to be, there was going to be some crazy stuff, but... You know, I mean, it. so like I know I, I know you said this, too, and I sort of gave them some flack for it. But the Wrestling Observer thyself, uh, Dave Meltzer, uh, said the same thing. He basically just went up and then straight down as opposed to where he was probably supposed to go. Mm-hmm. But still sucks it because, man, he just landed with the thud. Yeah, that looked, that looked nasty. Duckman asks, uh, any news on Brit? She's out, too. She's out, too. Replaced by Penelope Ford. Yeah. So that Anyways, this is this is the AEW show. This is SmackDown show. Uh, let's get talk back. Talk about AJ Styles. Great to have him back on SmackDown. I really wish when they do these deals, and I know the way that it sounded like the voiceovers recorded for Michael Cole announcing the deal tonight. They probably recorded this today. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, uh, they decided. Okay. All right. Today AJ is going to SmackDown. He might have found out when we all found out when yeah. the show aired. That could be. Um, that could so, be. Uh, it would be nice if when they say, oh, uh, AJ Styles has been traded to SmackDown, instead of for future considerations, give us what the actual deal is. Or at least say uh, what Raw got in compensation will be announced Monday night. Guess what that does? It builds anticipation. No, the nothing. They got nothing. No, I know they got nothing. Work this stuff out. Like, because when, when a star player gets traded from any team, it's never for future considerations. They get something right away. Because they're a star. The only talent in, in sports that get traded for future considerations are minor leaguers and people who sit on the bench. Yeah, uh, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, it, so it. You're right. It would, it, it would add, it would, it would add a lot. It would. Um, I kind of don't care. I know. I, I understand why some people care. I understand why Sean Rossap cares because he, he's like leading the charge on this one. I understand your point of view. I totally care. I, I totally understand it. Um, I kind of don't care about it because I just, it's not like, okay, here's the thing. They say these things and then they just go out. It just, it just farts out into the air and dissipates. It's not like they've, they had set up some sort of like precedent where, oh man, somebody's coming over here. So now we can anticipate it. And they, and they actually did it. It's just, this is how they've done it ever since they've been doing drafts and trades. It's this, I know it's lame. No, it is lame. I mean, there's, look, the there's 50 ways WWE could be cooler, and I think this is sort of lower on my priorities. I'll just put it that way. Um, uh, you know, if it was, uh, uh, you know, a, a lower lower mid-card talent, where they said traded for future considerations, all right, fine. Wouldn't bad an eye about it. This is AJ Stinkett style. Yes, we did with Apollo Crews, yeah. This is AJ Styles. He's a former world champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if I were Raw, just think about it logically. If, if they want us to believe kayfabe that these this brand splits the thing and there's there any semblance of competition between the two brands which only really comes about one time a year at survivor series um but if you but if you want to at least put forth the appearance of actual competition and they actually care about the integrity of their individual brands if i'm raw and smackdown comes a call and bruce pritchard's on the phone hey we want aj styles who do what do you want let me think about it and i'll let you know somewhere down the line you can have him right now you know i'll be Nobody's honest with you man i'll be honest with you Look, dude, they had they had like the four highest profile members of Bullet Club all under the same banner, and they never did anything with them. Yeah, they no, didn't. two of them aren't with the company anymore. Right, exactly. Like, there's a litany of things they could be doing that's a lot cooler than any of this stuff. I agree. I think I think they should make Heyman and and Bruce Pritchard on screen authority figures. I really do. Bruce Pritchard cracks me up. I was listening to the uh, what was it? Wrestle. He was in a bad mood. Oh, I was listening to the something to wrestle where they were talking about uh, the radicals coming in. Benoit and all yeah. those guys. Yeah. And uh, boy, he was in a pissy mood. Really? <laughs> he was in. And Conrad, he ain't backing down, man. He gives him shit. It's great. <laughs> anyway, it's a, it's a solid episode though. But Bruce was pissy. That's um, interesting. Anyway, he was just directing a lot of Venom, specifically at Dave Meltzer. It was weird. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. not unusual. But. No, it isn't. It isn't. I want, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, so no, I, I totally get it. I agree. It could be cooler. It could be way cooler. Like, there could be all sorts of neat trades. And, and here's people, the people, the, here's the thing. The most, the thing that keeps us into wrestling, the reason why we're doing this, even back in the, in the late 90s when we started getting into this, was just for the backstage stuff. The stuff that they're so guarded with, if they started kayfabing in a really smart way, the backstage stuff, that's interesting stuff. That's fun storytelling. It totally is. But here's like I I mentioned earlier, you announced on SmackDown, hey, AJ's been traded here. Instead of saying for future considerations, Raw will announce who they got in return Monday night. Mm -hmm. That builds anticipation. I know. Jumping brands. I know. It's not that difficult. I know. I know. The coolest thing about the Monday Night Wars was people jumping companies. You go here. Baron Corbin. Fine. Baron Corbin for AJ Styles. SmackDown was a trade, but at least that's a deal. That's not like grossly uh, unfair. Makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I know. Just do that. I know. No one's going to care that Baron Corbin is leaving SmackDown. No one at Fox is going to care. I doubt. Baron Corbin does not move the needle. AJ Styles might. Or AJ Styles can move the needle way more than Baron Corbin ever would. 
Oh, yeah. No, for sure. 100%. Absolutely. And the other thing about bringing AJ to SmackDown, if he ever has another uh, go-around with The Undertaker, Undertaker's on SmackDown, mm-hmm. and that's going to move the needle. Do we know, has Raw been filmed yet? Monday's Raw has been filmed yet? Oh, man, I didn't memorize that schedule. Because <laughs> um, it wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me if if Baron Corbin found out on Monday that he has been moved. But you're right. Like The idea of the anticipation of it would be much more interesting. I agree mm-hmm. with that totally. Uh, because there's really nothing left for Baron left on SmackDown, man. It's. I mean, I guess he hasn't fought The Fiend. Yeah, no, see that. <laughs> I don't. They've gotten Baron to the point that the sad thing about again, sad thing about Baron is that there's actually some really cool things you could do with him as a performer, uh, but they have done none of it. His theme song, his like actual theme song, is one of my favorites in the in the company. It really is. You have it. That that's Even a the theme before. That's really good. I know both of his themes have been really good, but then they intercut the stupid King stuff. It's irritating. I know it's super irritating. They go out of their way to make people be lamer. Anyways, moving on. This is yeah, WWE bitch fest right now. Um, but uh, no, I actually thought that SmackDown was actually pretty entertaining tonight. Uh, but we'll just start at the beginning instead of going through the bits that we liked. Uh, sure. I, I'll be honest with you. I even like this open. Generally, I'm not a fan of these dirt sheets. Agreed. A hundred percent. And for whatever reason, I think it was Miz and Morrison's uh, uh, tempo with which they're delivering their lines. You're exactly right. That's what it's far too often. It's like they 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 slow things down and wait for to re, for the crowd to react. Yeah, there's no crowd though. Yeah, here they didn't worry about that. The yeah. tempo was good. It was really good. The tempo was good, and then even so, like Braun is not usually good at dialogue. When after he rattled off his first couple lines, the stuff between him and Morrison and Miz trying to interject, it's a standard comedic trope where one partner is getting his friend into a situation he doesn't want to be into. We've seen it a million exactly. times, but the the uh, the actual uh, comedic timing. That was really good, and I, I got to say, it, this 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 seems like something I would not have conceived of about a year ago. I actually really enjoy John Morrison on the mic. Me too. I know he was really like I, I felt like okay, now I understand why he was Boone. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's comfortable. He yeah. and Miz have good chemistry when they don't, you know, like take their sweet time with with their lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the the line of this bit. So, uh, Miz had come out swinging like a bag of quarters at a, or come out like a bag of quarters at a strip club swinging. <laughs> that's swinging. That was great. That was good. That was, that was great. really good. And I feel perfect. like it made me feel like that was Morrison. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not a writer. That felt like mm-hmm. it was actually John Morrison. Feels like something mm-hmm. you would say. No, that was really good. Um, so they opens up. Uh, they each put themselves over. Uh, Morrison said his abs are uh, Instagram influencers. And Miz is like, I'm upset. We live in a world where Otis is the in the bank. And Miz says, it's not Otis's fault. It's the people who enable him. They're the problem. Like Braun Strowman. And they're, they're discussing why Broman, uh, Broman, Braun would put himself in the situation where he would be Otis's partner, even though Otis could cash in on him. And then Morrison says, yeah, it's like, this uh, it, is is a... Confusing as why Becky would have a baby with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is um, probably a shot at Jim Cornette. I would think so. <laughs> uh, and they talk about how Bray traded up, uh, exchanging Braun for the Funhouse puppets. Um, and then they show some puppets that Bray rejected, but like better than Braun. There was a, a sock puppet, one made from a stinky diaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, they insinuate <laughs> that Braun is a little uh, short in the, for- uh, the front area. And mm-hmm. this brings out Braun, his creepy Titantron, with his head on the train. I didn't notice it last week, but his head's on the train, and then he's on the side of the train. 
like yeah. out of out of the engine. Yeah. So he's not the his. It's not an anthropomorphic trait of brawn. Okay, hold on a second. And, 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 and you know, like normally you would think, okay, it's the the Stroman Express. He's a uh, man train. Mm-hmm. That's not the case because he's on the train too. It makes it really confusing. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So here we go. Um, so he has constructed, uh, a train that is an ode to himself of which he is the conductor. Yeah. I mean, I'd be honest with you, it's actually kind of badass. I mean, if I had such an inflated ego, let me ask you, let me ask you, what's, what's more badass? You just making a train with your head on it or you uh, altering the universe using your hand power because he's got hands using your hand power to merge yourself with a locomotive. So you are locomotive and locomotive is you. So in theory, am I allowed to, can I go back to be in person if I want to? Yeah, sure. You can transform. So I'm like a transformer person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be cool. The thing about, I don't like about trains is that they have to stick to the tracks. You can only go. You never read uh, what was that book? Toodles, kids' book. Is it Toodles? I think Toodles. He got in trouble for going off the track, but he went off the track. See what kind of story is that? Yeah, it's because it was because what a terrible like the, lesson. What? Never go off the track? Yeah. I know. I'm really. I don't really like reading that book. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Bron. They took uh, that poor train into getting back on the track. They get the whole town people and wave flags. If you wave flags, they have to stop. Called Toodles, I think it's called Toodles. What a was it Toonses the train? Uh, anyways, Braun comes out, he tosses the chairs out of the ring, and he's yeah, like, Toodles the train, and he's asking uh, Miz and Morrison, uh, what's up? And uh, he's like, you know, I like you guys, you're kind of funny, your show's not half bad. Uh, you know, thanks for inviting me. And they're like, Braun, we didn't, I could be wrong about this, but we didn't book you. And even like when Braun, when Braun got into the ring and did his raw thing, he did it towards them. And they very, it was just a good performance. Like they like yeah, freaked was. out about it. Yeah, they jumped back. They they were they were really good here. Um, they were really good. So, anyways, uh, uh, yeah, Braun. Uh, uh, what is he's Miz? There's like here, ask me a question. So yeah, Miz and Morrison arguing a little bit. And Braun wants a question. Uh, wants a question about Bray. He says, "Ask me about Bray." And Miz asks Braun, "Do you think you're done with Bray? Because you're not." Uh, Miz says, I've had a lot of experience fighting Bray. It was like the worst experience of my life. It sent me to the lowest of lows. And then Morrison gets up in, in Braun's face about uh, pitting him last week in a tag match. And he's, he starts talking about a bunch of trash and says, you couldn't handle uh, the Miz. Um, he'll come out like a bag of quarters at a strip club swinging. And then Braun's all, is that a challenge? And Morrison says, yeah. And Braun says, I accept. And Miz is delivery on Damn it. It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. It was it was absolutely perfect. And even I really like how they pivoted from. So the guys are kind of freaked out by Braun, but they're not so freaked out by him. that They're like, you know, cowering idiots. And I like that the Miz then took Braun to task like before the, the you know, the interchange between Morrison and Braun about the fiend. He's like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Back up. Let's halt the conversation right here. You think you're done with the fiend? I fought Bray. You're not done with him. Like giving him a word of warning, which I thought was just real. I don't know. It was cool. They yeah. got a guy who, yeah. you know. So, uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, Miz is like, damn it. Then we get Miz versus Braun Strowman. Uh, Miz was selling like crazy for Braun. It was actually, he was doing a pretty good job with his stuff. Braun was just absolutely destroying him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Miz got a bit of offense in, but in the end, yeah, uh, Braun just hits with a power slam for the win. After the bell, Morrison gets on the mic. And he says, yeah, you beat Miz, you beat me, but you can't beat us both. So, handicap match for the Universal title uh, at Backlash. Uh, I challenge you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this match. Deal. I like this match. I think it's good. I think it's a good, like, you know, we didn't know if they were going to have Braun and Bray battle, battle it out all the way till SummerSlam. Um, and so this little detour here will keep sort of the fiend in the background, uh, but this should be pretty entertaining in the meantime. Yeah, I think so. I wonder what uh, Bray's going to be doing in the interim. Uh, hopefully nothing. Because it's it's more effective when he's gone for stretches of time, you know? Like we don't, no, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I don't want to see him a lot. And I mean they they've done that though. They've they've actually like they've kept him off in between. Yeah, if he's not his doing anything feuds. important, don't bother putting him on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh after that we had uh the first of uh, a couple intercontinental championship tournaments. Now they show the brackets and mystery participant from AEW was on the you bracket. Made that up. You made that up. Just because you put that on your Twitter doesn't mean it's real. Uh, no, but they did. They did actually show Drew Gulak's name. Yeah, <laughs> his face. What's that? They. They. they I, mean, I guess they could have taken it off and says, uh, uh, "Face Daniel Bryan in singles competition." They just <laughs> wouldn't have shown Gulak. it. If look, if if he had done something to screw them over or something, they just well, wouldn't I have. They, 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 I think there was. This, it was just they couldn't agree to a new deal. It's not screwed anybody over. I know. No, I'm just saying, don't put it above them to take him out if they wanted to take him out. Yeah. They would have done that. Now, if he weird. shows up tomorrow at Double or Nothing, the next time they show that bracket, there'll be no Drew, Drew Gulak on that bracket. That's going to be the big question. That's going to be the question. You really think that's going to be the case? What, Drew? If he uh, shows up at Double or Nothing, they're going to take him off the bracket uh, graphic? The bracket will just go whoop. Semi-final <laughs> right? and That's all that matters at this point. Right. Uh, so next was AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I really thought this would be the main event, uh, but I guess they want to get to this news quickly. Uh, so quick, in fact, that Michael Cole had to go to the VO booth and record this line because it's probably done today. AJ has been traded to SmackDown for superstar or superstars to be named later. Uh, we talked about it a good amount, and uh, yeah, it's kind of the wrong way to go about it. That being said, it's great to have AJ back on SmackDown. You know, there's I, I, I understand why they would have they said AJ to Raw uh, when he he jumped brands. I don't know. Like Seth is on Raw, AJ should be on SmackDown. It, yeah, it he he does. He feels redundant for like with like a couple people to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, no, for sure. It's it's he he needs to be on SmackDown. It'd be like weird if Seth Rollins then came over to SmackDown. You know, that'd be weird. It's just yeah. he's on Raw. AJ's on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, this was a terrific match. This fun. needed to be in front of people, but I mean, I'll take it any way I can get it. This was absolutely terrific. I thought for sure when uh, AJ uh, reversed that triangle into a Styles Clash, I thought that was going to be it. Nakamura kicked out of it. Um, that was the same spot they did in their uh, Wrestle Kingdom match. Yeah, I know. I know. This was the, I'll be honest, man, if you put this in front of a crowd. This might have been better than any of the matches they had during their actual feud, you know? Their last man standing match was pretty good. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. 
Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Of the original uh, trio, I think it was, of, of their singles matches, that one was the best. Uh-huh. I thought. But anyways, yeah, a really fun match. AJ gets the win, of course. He advances. He'll be facing Elias in round two. Um, I didn't give much AJ, sorry, AJ much of a shot. But now he's on SmackDown full-time. It looks like we're getting our Daniel Bryan uh, AJ final because Sheamus is going to make sure that Jeff Hardy does not advance, uh, spoiler alert, um, to the finals uh, when he faces Daniel Bryan. So it's going to be Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was thinking it was either going to be there or he'd actually interfere in the AJ Styles final with Jeff Hardy. Um, but, man, AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. For the final, I mean, look, there, there's no bad matchup there. This is this is absolutely great. This is awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After that, we get a Charlotte Bailey recap from the prior week, and then Sasha and Bailey are backstage, and Bailey says to Sasha, "Hey, I don't want you in my corner tonight." And Sasha's upset, and Bailey says, "A lot of people think I, I I can't win without you around. I need to prove them wrong." And Sasha says, "Well, that's nothing to do with Charlotte said last week." She goes, "No." But, you know, just to be sure, just so people don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I got this. We're good. Uh, I have your back. You have mine. And that was the next match, Charlotte versus Bailey. I really like this match, too. Um, I really love the finish, although although it always cracks me up how, like, some refs will check, like, on the two count to see if there's any, if they're close to the ropes, if there's a foot there. Because Bailey was, like, hugging the ropes like filling out apartment applications to roommate mm-hmm. with the ropes. She had the ropes in headlock. Yeah, she 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 did. She totally did. She had well, like yeah. What what I really liked is early on the match, she goes for a roll up on Charlotte, has her feet in the ropes, and I uh, she says something like, "Oh, I was making sure you were paying attention" or something like that mm-hmm. to the ref when the ref saw it, and then at the end of the match, she had she used the ropes to win. Mm-hmm. Ref didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little touch. I love Charlotte is totally like you're totally calling a right on Charlotte. She basically just laughs off everybody's offense. She was she laughing twice, this, at least in this match. Yeah. This entire match, it felt like she was laughing. There were the chops and she laughed those off. And in the end, she had like blood in her mouth uh, and she laughed off the loss. Um, yeah, I thought I thought this was a this was a really good match. It was fun. It was physical. They gave it tons of time. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty huge for Bailey to get that win over Charlotte. Oh, for sure. Charlotte's basically unbeatable right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The way she's booked. Yeah. Yeah, she no-sold the ring post shot also. White Ooh. Brownie here noticed that. Yeah, she just, like, bounced off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's yeah, super Yeah, they got Charlotte. Charlotte is, like, basically no-selling everybody's offense and laughing it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so- that's going to that's gonna be interesting on NXT to see 
I mean, is are they just going to take the title off her via Rhea pinning? That's so cheap. That's so cheap. Well, this could be. I mean, the the, the crappy part is, regardless of who wins that match, I feel like EO is eating that pit or tap. Which, it out. yeah, I mean, the, you're you're right, and I get that. I mean, that's I, I'm bummed out about it too. But uh, but if if they use a third person to protect Charlotte from Rhea, I don't know. That's just. Oh, I know. I mean, unless you're not have, you're not helping Rhea at all. No, you're not. Unless they're going to come back around shortly thereafter and have the final confrontation between Rhea and Charlotte, where Charlotte says, "Hey, you won the title, but you didn't beat me for it." Essentially, uh, unless you beat me, you know, you can't really call yourself champion. Then maybe it still sucked that Io had to take that pin for basically basically to prolong a feud. Um, but uh, yeah, if they if they kind of put an end to that particular Rhea Charlotte feud in that triple threat match. And don't go back to it. Yeah, that's kind of lame. Yeah. So uh, Bailey and Sasha, they're backstage celebrating. Um, and uh, Bailey's like, oh, you didn't think I could do it without you, did you? And Charlotte, or Sasha kind of uh, gets serious for a second. And Bailey's like, I'm just playing with Yeah, it. just joking. Got you. Yeah. So one of the, I'm just waiting for Sasha to deck the shit out of Bailey. Oh, she's going <laughs> to. Just, ooh. Uh, after that, I thought this was going to be the main event. Uh, Otis and Mandy. Uh, versus uh, Sonya Deville and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, this also was, man, there's some good matches tonight. This is actually really fun. Again, the stuff, especially between uh, Mandy and Sonya, super physical. Loved seeing uh, Sonya pick up that win, too. Oh, hell yeah, man. That was rad. Sonya, she won all the matches. She's great. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, however, at the end, they, they they book Otis as like this, this base, basically like a freight train. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his his main skill, his main attribute is strength. And yet you got Dolph, who's about my size, holding him back from running in the ring. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Not totally believable. Now, if he was dragging Dolph down from the ramp and just barely missed it, that would make way more sense. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, like, Dolph's, have... Dolph's a strong guy. Yeah, but like Otis, is he's supposed to be like next level superhuman strength. Uh, is he? Yeah, that's like his whole thing is like he's super strong. Wait, is it? Yeah. When has he demonstrated his feats of strength? Uh, he, like he throws people around sometimes. <laughs> he can't lift his arms above his head. Well, you say that, and I know he mentioned that, but there's a picture after he won money in the bank, and he has a briefcase at least this high up. How high is it? It's like this high? Well, he's maybe, in terms of full rotation up, maybe 75%. You think so? Looked like it. Maybe. Um, <laughs> enforcer says dullard strength. Yeah, I know. I get. I get it. He's supposed to be a strong guy. I get that. But like, I don't know about like. So like, he's not brawn level strong. No, obviously not. Yeah, obviously not. But yeah. he's 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 in terms of strength power rankings, he way outpaces Dolph. Maybe way outpaces Dolph. Yeah, I'm with Zondo thing. I thought his thing. Zondo here in chat says I thought his thing was stupid, hungry, and horny. I don't even understand how the, the, what is it called? The worm or whatever it's called? Caterpillar. The yeah. caterpillar. I don't even get how that beats anybody. I mean, it's the same thing with the people's elbow. I never really understood that. But I understood it yeah. more than the caterpillar. Yeah. Well, the rock did, the people's elbow wasn't exclusively his finisher. He had the uh, the rock bottom, which he used more often than not. Mm-hmm. He'd bust out people's elbow from time to time. Like like when the, all the matches that Baron wins the deep six, 
those are kind of like the matches the rock would more often than not win with the people's elbow you know i wish there was a i wish there was like a database where i could look this stuff up because i swear to god rock used to win all the time with that people's elbow there was a stretch where he was using that more than rock bottom but i feel like for the for the 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 length of his career yeah 75 percent of the time rock bottom was his so the, the thing about that that i do definitely remember is uh i think it was which was the which was the mania match between him and, him and austin when uh, they used to started doing each other's finishers left and right, and when they were doing that, Austin was using the rock bottom yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. endlessly, and so yeah. Well, like he, here's the thing: the rock, I don't believe, ever beat Stone Cold People's Elbow. <laughs> no, of course not. He, it would he, it would take a rock bottom. Took the rock bottom, but like five. Probably of them. Same with Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Triple H. Man, I can't wait for that last ride. Did you see the thing that uh, Sean Ross that posted about, about the outtake? The, from the credit sequence, more, more or less. Yeah, I guess so. Where, they, where, uh, Kane and Taker. So it was like an outtake from a promo from their Saudi Arabia match with DX. And Kane is saying, "It's when." Remember when Kane? They're in like the the Balzi Arena, and Kane yeah. says, "I've got two words for you." Except he says, "But I've got three words for you." And then Undertaker says, "Go f yourselves." <laughs> But he actually uses the word. That's I don't want to get demonetized. Um, yeah, no, that's that's really great stuff. That's uh, funny. So yeah, anyways, uh, Sonny Deville uh, gets Mandy with the the running knee or the the uh, wizard, last yeah. shot or whatever, and then Dolph uh, at the end super kicked uh, Otis in the face. So Otis and Mandy were both left lying, not in the good way. Uh, after that, we had a Jeff Hardy promo, full face makeup, and uh, he was talking about how. The first singles title he ever won on his own was the IC Championship, and uh, it would be uh, a full circle, uh, if you yeah. will, uh, for him to pick this thing back up. Um, Start his last good run with the company. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And he says that he asked the universe, and it provides. It's one last blaze of glory runs through Sheamus. Lobster head. Uh, for that match in the main event, Sheamus ran through Jeff Hardy for about 90% of the time. Uh, so the Forgotten Sons had a promo after this, which did, did Steve Cutler forget his lines at the beginning. Okay, so did, this isn't this is taped. Yeah. This is taped. He forgot yeah. his lines at least three times. Yeah, at least three times. They could have easily cut, gone like cropped it in on a close up, do some cool visual effects, make it fuzzy, get some cool TV fuzz on it or something. Yeah, still like the NWO uh, uh, video package. Yeah, going for here, kind of. He forgot his lines yeah, several yeah. times, and it wasn't just dramatic pausing. He forgot his lines, um, and then it's like Memorial Day. We get this. It just feels tacky at this point. I'm just. I'm sorry, man. It just kind of feels tacky. Maybe that's what it is because he said the thought thing about, uh, uh, you know, hey, all of us. Yeah. Yeah, we had a tough time adjusting life when we got back home. Mm-hmm. Only two of the three of them are veterans. Where was Wesley Blake exactly? What? what so maybe, there, maybe maybe he's self conscious about that, and that affected his performance. Uh oh, Cutler. But Blake is the guy who I thought wasn't who actually served. Cutler and and Riker. Yeah, but maybe Cutler saying, you know, referencing all three of them serving. Maybe he's self conscious about that. That could be. I don't know. When you start talking about like. You guys forgot us, and what what was that line that he used at the end about blood? Uh, same thing that Riker said the week prior. 
Oh, was it? Okay. Um, says, uh, you'll have our blood on your hands, but it now that we're here, we'll have your blood on ours. I think that's what it is. Maybe it's because they opened the episode tonight with like a Ronald Reagan speech about, you know, sacrifice and loss. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, two out of three of you guys appreciate your service. Thank you yes. for that. One of you guys didn't. So you're kayfabe in that. Not good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> telling you. The story is right there. Wesley Blake owns the junkyard. The only place like Cutler and, and Riker had such a hard time finding work upon the return from the military service. Uh, Wesley Blake was the one place they went to where they felt welcome. He hired them. God. They got work. They formed a bond. I there wish. your story and you explain the junkyard. I wish we were writing this shit. I really do. Because he can be like, you know what? Everybody rejected us, except for this man right here. He gave us a chance. He gave us a chance. He gave us a job at his shitty junkyard. And because of that, we we, we found a way to adjust back into society after serving tours of duty overseas. It's like, do you know how many needles I, 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 I got stuck with in the foot just walking around that place? He I've got had, me. I had 12 tetanus shots this year, <laughs> stepping on rusty nails. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you only need one every seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loading up with loading up. What do they what do they what do they get you? What do they what do you what do you put in you for the tetanus shot? Just te- tetanus tetanus just make sure you don't get tetanus, right? No, tetanus is actual the, the, the condition, lockjaw. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is some anti lockjaw thing. Yeah, it's the, it's a t- it's like a vaccine, yeah. It's a tetanus vaccine, okay. Yeah. Sure it has an actual name though. But then when there's like a Coronavirus vaccine, right? I don't really know the name of it. It's going to be the coronavirus vaccine. It's like the flu vaccine. Totally. The flu shot. I don't know it's what it's shot. called. Yeah. yeah, it's called flu shot. That's what it's called. Speaking because. of which, you see, it's funny. We're talking about that. Jeff, Big Jeff literally just texted me. said, you see Patrick Ewing got the Rona? <laughs> Man. Gee whiz. Tough going. Uh, so next we have Ms. Morrison backstage. Ms. is giving Morrison the business about setting up the match between himself and Braun. Uh, Morrison, uh, he must be a glass half full type guy. Says, "Hey, look, at least now we have a title shot at Backlash." Renee Young comes in, uh, asks strategy or something, and they left off a number of reasons why they think they could beat Braun. Uh, apparently, his record in handicap matches isn't very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about him. Oh, it smells like the diaper puppet from the 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 Bray puppet vignette. Boy, Bama loved that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she started paying attention when they were doing the puppets and then the diaper puppets started farting and the shit came out of its mouth and she looked at me and just started cracking up. <laughs> she loved that. So uh, they got some confidence heading into Backlash. Oh, and also when they did the, the graphic for the, this Backlash match, above the, the Backlash title in huge words fought the greatest match ever. Yeah. They're advertising, they're centering the, uh, the, the marketing of Backlash around this Edge and Ort match that's going to be a massive rib. It is. It is. And I think Vince is dying laughing every time he sees that. I have to believe it because it's so it's so silly. I was going to I was going to see if they had uploaded that. Oh man, I got to get those He-Man figures. You're all about those, man. Some of those look so cool. The uh the John Cena one that's see-through? That one looks cool. Edge and Randy Orton reignite rivalry, hoping to author the greatest wrestling match ever. That's awesome. Preview. It's awesome, but it's also absolutely terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that. 
I remember. I think they. I think they ran this on Raw. With the, it's got. It's like a, a. It's like a scaffold type thing. Yeah. Yeah. With like the huge words, great greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> That's oh, so awesome. That's so good. They, so you know bad. what it sounds like? It sounds like they're taking a cue from the Saudi Arabia marketing people. Mm-hmm. The greatest Royal Rumble ever. Equal to or more than a WrestleMania event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after that, there was a, a Jeff Hardy Sheamus video package recapping all their uh, uh, encounters. Finally, main event: Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus dominated this match. Yeah, for the most part he beat the crap out of Jeff Hardy yeah, here. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And literally, he was beating the crap out of him all over the arena. And they sent him for a bro kick. Jeff Hardy gets out of the way, rolls him up, gets the win. So something tells me Sheamus is not going to be happy about the nature of that loss, and he's going to get himself involved. Jeff Hardy's match against Daniel Bryan. He was pissed at the end, and that's—I mean—that's how they went out. It was on Sheamus's very angry head, mm-hmm. very pale but red head. Um, but again, fun match. Uh, all the matches tonight were fun. Man, I don't know anybody complain about this. It could complain about this SmackDown, man. Like all these, this is this is really good stuff. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's answer some questions. Looks like sure. I've got at least one here on the discord. You can get access to the discord for just $1 on the Patreon, patreon.com crap. Hey, did we do a 10 for the win today? No, I gotta do that. I'll do it tomorrow. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Just let me know when you do. I will send out an email to all the Twitch subs with yeah, all of the week's, too. uh, programming. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Uh, Mr. Lipkin says, if Stone Cold were a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble, who would eliminate him? Mr. Lipkin offers up either Kevin Owens or Baron Corbin. It'd probably be Baron because they'd probably think they'd get Baron tons of heat. No, not a chance. There's only one man. It'd be Roman Reigns. Mark of Steel. All that matters is that AJ is in the back, back in the house he built. He got that right. I'm very happy about that, and yeah, to me that sort of trumps everything. I'm, I'm as oh, long well, as Q USA Network gets Gronk, but mainly the 24/7 title. So AJ to, to SmackDown, Gronk to Raw, so they can get the 24/7 title back over there. I just, I mean, I am kind of curious about the. You know, we had heard that Fox wasn't entirely happy with uh, their roster, like what they mm-hmm. landed in the draft. Um, this would seem to be a big fix for that. Oh yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, if they're may, I wonder if this is sort of like, hey, also, you know, because I guess USA was pushing for that uh, brand versus brand invitational. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is like, hey, listen, Fox, I know you don't, you know, you don't want your show being or uh, Raw being advertised on your show. What if we just give you AJ Styles? That'll make everybody happy. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Mister Forbesy, should they officially get rid of the brand split until live crowds are back? No, I feel like, uh, you know, I think they're kind of, it seems like they're operating on kind of uh, smaller rosters as it is. Yeah, they are. And if you just get rid of the brands, but you'll just see the same, same 16 people on both shows. Yeah, they don't. Uh, yeah, no, make them different. Make them different shows. Uh, James Fletcher. Uh, uh, okay, he says not WWE related, but. Uh, do you think if oh it's a joke if Sean Spears wrestles 10 he will start to have PTSD uh, very clever dang, James Fletcher very clever uh, dang MQ if Fiend versus Style happens the Styles revert back to his clean shave and short hair TNA days that'd be pretty funny that'd be rad 
That'd be awesome. Alex Foster, uh, who should replace Austin Theory in Andrade's LIJ? He says, besides, of course, Kona Reeves, because we don't want the group to be too overpowered. Everybody's got the jokes tonight. I know. But he put the finest in that faction. Maybe he'll uh, he'll live up to his name. The finest. If let's see, who's in it right now? Oh, it's uh, Andrade. It's Garza and Andrade. Um, put uh, uh, Cedric and uh, yeah, Ricochet. Ricochet. Yeah, I was about to say them too. Do that. That'd be cool. That'd be rad. Give him some some. Give him some edge. Put him on TV. I know. Oh, dog. Morrison feels like he refuses a script and makes it up as he goes along. The Becky joke, especially. Yeah, yeah. Morrison I know. feels like he's he's just talking. I know he's it's great. Him. I wonder, dude. I wonder if them getting rid of like getting rid—that's disrespectful to say—laying off a bunch of their writers. I wonder if they are if they might be relying more on the wrestlers to come up with stuff. Uh, Nikhil, can Charlotte stay in one brand and stick to it? Why does WWE think she improves ratings on all their shows? Thanks to the for, or former enforcer, sorry, Stevie Bradley for the gift earlier this week. So I don't know, man. I so I understand. I've seen that out there. It's not. It's not. It's not like she's like obviously increasing ratings. However, in my in my opinion, in my eyes, and I know I'm probably not in the majority here. Her stock is being raised in my eyes because when you see somebody working all these shows. Yeah, you do get the idea. You do, in my mind, you do get the idea, hey, she is one of the hardest working people in any industry, <laughs> like she likes to say, or at least in the wrestling industry. Um, I don't know. I kind of like that. They're they're basically making her like another, another Brock Lesnar. I kind of like that, you know? It's kind of neat because it means whoever actually beats her, like not in a shady way, but like, you know, toe to toe. Yeah. Whoever yeah. is able to take that smile off her face is going to be a big deal. That's where I hope it's going, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, it'd be made all the more impressive if they actually go somewhere with it afterwards. Cause far too often they build up something that could mean something and then they just don't really do anything with it. Right. Right. Like uh, Brock ending Undertaker streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Brownie 92, Dijak mentioned in Dio Madden stream that WB may be using NXT talent as a crowd next week. You never know what those dudes are going to say in their live streams, man. We got to start. We got to start combing through those because they just start talking about stuff. Yeah, I would uh, love on, that. By the way, I think that's that'd great. be cool. That'd be so uh, rad. On Dem says, "Hey Larson, did you see the Terry Fox edition Adidas shoes? They sold out super quick. But I was wondering what you thought of the shoe guy. I had not heard of them." Uh, Frisco Flame says, uh, "Asks who will be." Let's say they actually do this. The future consideration traded to Raw. We've already mentioned Baron Corbin. What if it's not him? Who else could it be? Um, I just had the... The roster. only other like AJ Styles level name is like uh, uh, Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Could be Daniel Bryan. Could be. Could be he loses in the finals and then gets dealt to Raw. Or... Bob Rude. Oh my God! Yeah, I wonder is he does. He, he lives in Canada. So yeah, no, so okay. He's probably have us a travel issue. All right. Uh, Brian Randell, 
or Brian Randall uh, says, G'day, guys. Imagine you're the heads of either of the main brands. You think he's Australian. Your ratings are in the toilet. You need something to bring people back. <laughs> you have enough money to bring in one mainstream actor and train them to wrestle. Who would you choose for your respective brands? Also, Steve, your Australian accent is New Zealand. I facepalm every time I hear it. Look, man, it's the same thing. I mean, it's all the same thing. New Apparently Zealand, not, Australia. Because it's, it's, <laughs> they they it's hate not. that. They hate that when people say it's the same thing. <laughs> this is my name, and I win. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, wow. Beat that. Beat that. Beat that. (sighs) Shit. I mean, you can't like, it's funny because I'm going to a couple different places. Like there's Chris Evans, but no. Like, Hemsworth can be a straight-up, like, the most popular tweener of all time. Chris Evans is a baby, baby face. Same with John Krasinski. Baby face. Super baby face. Um, although I wouldn't mind seeing Jake Gyllenhaal after seeing him in Spider-Man Far From Home. You should, A, you know what, man? I don't know if, like, if your kids would be too freaked out by it. Bama wasn't, and she gets freaked out by everything. Except for, like, super hard R-rated stuff. Um, which is weird. Uh... <laughs> but uh, that Spider-Man Far From Home, you would J- yeah. Gyllenhaal's so good in it. Well, he's he great. Is, yeah, I know he's great. But like, even for like a comic book movie, he's so good in that movie. It's a really, yeah. it's it's a solid flick. So the, the advantage uh, of Chris Hemsworth is not only he's got tons of charisma, all the personality in the world. He's like six four and he's already jacked. I know. He looks like a wrestler. I know. I love this answer, Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> <laughs> or Mads Michelson. I don't know how you pronounce his name. <laughs> That'd be terrific. That'd be Funny. so great. Oh, uh, uh, Omega Advent here says, I have not run this bat past you, but I guarantee you this needs dude, this needs to be our pandemic is over party. Okay. Whenever if there hopefully if there's an official date that can go down in history. We so on Amazon Prime you got these watch parties? Yeah. They got Wrath of Khan, man. Oh, cool. We got to do a watch party of Wrath of Khan. All right, we'll talk about it. I'll drop my pen. Uh, O-Dog, Edge versus Orton is going to be more but better than all other wrestling matches. Oh, that's a good answer, actually. Jason Momoa. I don't think that's not over Chris Hemsworth, though, but Jason Momoa, he's up there, dude. If yeah, he was in the Marvel right. Universe, if he, if he was playing uh, Namor, the Submariner, instead of uh, Aquaman, yeah, he'd be up there with Hemsworth. He would be. Yeah, he would be. He would be. Mr. Forbesy, was there a hacker bit tonight? Do you think they actually know who was going to be? No hacker bit. They have no idea who it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be Mustafa Ali, man. Or it's going to be like they. it was going to be Mustafa Ali. That's going to be the story. It was originally going to be Mustafa Ali. Then they brought in Solomon Crow. Um yeah. He was actually already doing a, a, a hacker gimmick in Impact, and they really liked it. And they forgot that he was actually in NXT. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when they brought Raven in, and Vince is watching the show, whatever. When we bring Johnny Polo back, do you think did Vince know that uh, uh, Doc Gallows was Festus? I'd be surprised. Was that a? St- I, I thought I read. Man. That couldn't have happened twice, right? <laughs> With Raven and Gallows? I wouldn't be surprised, man. Wouldn't be surprised. 
Ryan K. Lamb. So what's the likelihood Tucker is the guy traded to Raw for Styles? Yeah, no, Vince McMahon forgot Lou Gallows played Festus. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? Uh, Tucker traded for AJ Styles. Oh, that's not that fair at all. Tucky would be a fixture on main event. Would he even, though? Um, I, I'm maybe. pretty sure Ricochet and uh, Cedric are on main event. That's uh, Omega Advent, Larson, Power Rank 3 guitarist you want to collab with, Steve, Power Rank 3 comic book artist you would like to collab with. So three Ooh. artists. Uh, so for the comic book nerds out there who might know these names, I would go with uh, Kevin McGuire, Rob Liefeld, <laughs> and oh, that'd be great, man. Everybody can he draw feet pads. yet? Was that his thing? He could never draw feet? Yeah. Uh yeah, it was. But he's still amazing. When I was when I was thirteen, holy shit, he could do no wrong. It was it was so much energy in that stuff. Yeah, he couldn't draw. Who cares? It looked great. Somehow it looked amazing. Jim Lee has been I told you about this uh like a couple weeks ago. I'm telling you, I did not know like Jim Lee has always been good, right? I've always yeah, liked yeah. Jim Lee. Uh, it got to a point where DC, because he's like one of DC's head guys right now. Yeah. Where DC, it seemed like they were trying to like incorporate his style into like all their stuff. And I wasn't really into that, but I don't really get their books anyways because they're too expensive and they're convoluted. But he has been doing these sketches for uh, uh, to put up for auction to raise money for comic book stores because during pandemic, they've been hit really hard. Yeah. Holy crap. I, oh, yeah, th- that one piece you said was incredible. Man, like every single time he's got a new one, it's like, gee, this is insane. Like he is finding a whole new level, man. It's great. Yeah. Uh, three guitar players real quick. Uh, Nels Klein, uh, Johnny Greenwood, and then uh, there's a band that was really well around in the 90s. I was popular, but not they weren't that popular, called Polvo, one of the guitar players uh, in that band named Ash Bowie. He's really good. Those are the three names that came to mind first. Okay, so here are the results of uh, main event from two days ago. All right. Jinder Mahal defeated Akira Tozawa. Isn't that the match he had when he came back in the first place? Thought so. And Ricochet defeated Shane Thorne by pinfall. Wow. Yep. Wow. Uh, Gareth Nicholas Hardy versus Brian next week. Given Sheamus's history with the two, do you think he's going to interfere somehow? Yeah, he's going to he's going to cost Jeff Hardy that match. That's yeah, it. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. Uh, let's see here. I want to see what happened on April 29th. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, interesting. So April 29th, Bianca Belair defeated Catalina. Remember Catalina? Oh. She's still around. Yeah. And uh, Murphy defeated Umberto Carrillo. Hmm. This is fascinating. Uh, Isaldez, 11, does a trade mean that they can bring someone from NXT and who could it be? No, I wouldn't think so. I would smack down at the set of somebody to Raw. Or there are a couple of talents to Raw. That'd be cool if they did a three-way deal, though. That'd be great. Uh, April 22nd was Asuka beating Catalina and Umberto Carrillo beating Shelton Benjamin. Remember, you have to remember all these because it's going to be in the next Quizzlemania. There you go. Main event, Main event results in reverse chronological order. <laughs> uh, two weeks in a row, Umberto took on Shelton Benjamin. Wow. Uh, Hands would be wonderful. Voice AJ and Baron having a conversation about their trade. You're not me. Oh, Aren't oh. you dead? Hey, Baron. Baron. Guess what? 
We're being traded. I'm going back to the house that AJ built. So where is Barrett going? You're you're on Monday night now, man. You're on Raw. What day of the week is Monday? What? Ooh. Um, it's it comes between uh, day of the Lord Sunday and uh, Tuesday. Oh, that's that's a uh, uh, organizing shrunken head day then. <laughs> I'm organizing my shrunken heads. Oh, let's see here. Austin Theory defeated Shane Thorne, and Natalia defeated <laughs> Aaliyah. What's Aaliyah doing on main event? Oh, the April Fool. Oh, man. Apropos, the April Fool's edition of main event. Uh, Gallows and Anderson defeated Everrise. Oh, wow. And Cedric Alexander beat Fabian Eichner? Man, they're just throwing everything at the wall. Uh, Going to do a shameless plug here. White Brian 92 says, Is it safe to say Vince isn't sold on Shayna since she's not in the triple threat next Monday? Watch today's news brief. You'll get all the information about all that. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert. No, he's not He's not Brian high on her. No, so yeah, wait a second. Did we even mention that during the show? What was that all about? What do you mean? Was that a, When was that announced? Uh, I think on Twitter yesterday or something like that. <laughs> okay. I was like, dude, was I so tuned out of like advertised on raw? No, our show and WWE. It has not been advertised, right? Because I was like, is this a legit graphic? Not on raw. No. So it's a triple threat. Charlotte versus Natalia versus Nia Jax. Number one contender match. Correct. Maybe right about today. It's today. I read about it. Yeah, I just saw it today. Yeah, maybe it was today. Man. Oh, it was on Twitter today. According to Freedom KME here. There you go. Oh, my goodness gracious. Humberto de Carrillo defeated Danny Burge, and Oscar defeated Caden right. Carter. I don't want to care about all these, these main event results. Let's just, if that's what you're going to do, let's just move on with our evening, okay? Because you're really, going to keep going and going. Can I do one more? Can I do one more? This is March 11th. Humberto Carrillo defeated Shelton Benjamin. Oh <laughs> and Ricochet defeated Eric Young. Wow. See, it's interesting. It is. You got a couple birthdays. Let the Fiend in. Happy birthday, D minor. I think it was that he said it was his birthday, too. Happy birthday, Happy birthday D minor. Happy birthday. All right. Well, tomorrow we have our, uh, what is it called? Double or nothing review. Why no, recap. Yeah. No, live stream. Followed by that, I think we're going to do our live streams on YouTube, and then we'll send everybody here to the Twitch for the recap. The recap. And then for the VOD, back to the YouTube. Back to the YouTube. Yeah, exactly. So, thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. And until next time, oh, we will talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.